On the heels of last week's episode about excuses, today I want to dig into speaking up for what you want now. Welcome to the Discover Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and on this show, we're dedicated to helping you discover the real you. If you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Hello. Thank you for joining me for episode five. I know we talked last week about kind of a heavy topic, dealing with the excuses we've probably been living with so that we play it small and stay safe and all that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping that maybe you've given that some thought in the last week and now you're interested in learning how to speak up and say what you want and Maybe even if we're not going to do that thing yet, I think part of the important thing is once you realize there's this thing you want to do or something you want in your life that you have made excuses for, that now we need to tell the universe that that's what we want. I'm sure we've seen those things on Facebook, you know, memes or different inspirational quotes about how telling the universe is maybe the first step to getting what you want, or if you don't speak up about something, you're not going to get it. You get what you ask for. And, you know, there are always exceptions to every rule, but I do think this is an important part of the process. If we're not going to be vocal about those things we want, then it's we're going to have so much uh, harder of a time getting it, you know, if... If you'll notice, when you do finally speak up, if you follow through with this, you'll see that doors will open that were maybe closed before, or you'll find friends or different acquaintances, people that you didn't realize you had connections to that can help you with the things you want to do, but you won't know those things unless you speak up. Now, I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I have been there. Uh, When you're used to staying safe or playing small or being quiet, you know, it can be really hard to finally speak up for what you want. That's definitely been me in the past. I still have tinges of that right now. It's really hard, very hard to, especially with the big things. So I think if you start small, you can get there more easily. But one of the reasons why I felt inspired to talk about this today uh, was because my stepdaughter actually messaged me. She started listening to my podcast, which is so sweet. Um, but she it she mm, it resonated with her. And she sent me this really long Facebook message about how proud she was of me for doing this. And that she can hear that, you know, I've been through some tough stuff. She knows about some things. Um, I haven't been super vocal about everything that's happened to me in the past. And we'll see how much I end up talking about on this show. But what she does know about or what she can hear just from listening to this is that I've done some work. I've had to dive into old trauma and work through some things that I didn't want to face or it was just easier to ignore it and hold on to the pain and use that as an excuse to not do things that scare me or not do those things that are in my heart that want to happen and want to come out. So she messaged me this on a day when I had been feeling really crappy. (laughs) I spent the whole day in bed. Um, My husband's out of town, so there wasn't a whole lot of other stuff I really needed to do. And I had just made 
that big decision that I told you guys about, I quit my editing business. I had to email my clients and tell them that I was quitting. And that was really hard for me. That was a boundary I had to set. It was something I had to speak up for. I was using my people-pleasing as an excuse to not do it. I was using the income and you know, not wanting to disappoint my husband about cutting off an income stream. But that was a projected expectation that I was having. That wasn't something, I mean, of course we want the money, but he also wants me to be happier and healthier and sane and, you know, other things that make me a better friend and wife and person to be around. So that stuff has to come first in a lot of situations. So I ended up quitting, even though I knew that the clients I had left loved working with me and had mentioned a few times that they wouldn't know what I would do if I quit. So I held on to that for a long time. And that's not, you know, I'm not mad at them for saying that. They were speaking their truth and I'm thankful for that. And I'd even said, you know, I'm they knew I was working on some other stuff and the time might come, but it wasn't the time back when we were talking about it then. It's just the time now. I finally feel like I can speak up for myself, for my time. I want my time to be my own because for me with editing, I would always drop everything I was doing if I got an email to edit for somebody else. So if I was in the middle of writing a book, uh, you know, if they needed something right away, I would do it. That was, you know, I had no boundaries around my editing business. I just did all the stuff for all the people because that's, you know, who I was as a person. And I'm not trying to be that person anymore. And I was finding it very difficult to put the boundaries up and maybe make my schedule more my own. I was doing that a little bit, but I know deep down that if they needed something right away, I would push whatever I was doing aside if I didn't have, or even if I did have a deadline, I would somehow figure out how to make it work. The one thing I really rarely gave up was sleep. Definitely going to bed at a reasonable time and sleeping until I wake up, which sometimes is the middle of the night, and then I would get to work. And it was just, it wasn't healthy, just not healthy at all. But the weight of the decision finally hit me in a way. And I had to grieve. I had to mourn the loss of something that I had been doing for the last seven years, something that allowed me to quit my job that I was working where I was employed by somebody else. I got to move to being self-employed. And so that job meant a lot to me. Working with those people meant a lot to me. Pleasing people meant a lot to me, but I have to move away from that and take my schedule back. I There are so many things I want to do and I can't do all of those things if I'm just being everything to everybody. And I was doing a little bit of that in a different way yesterday instead. I, oh man, I, I finally had to put my phone down because I couldn't speak up for myself and say, you know what? I need a break. I just, I need a moment and this is a lot for me. I'm having a bad day. So I put my phone down instead of actually speaking up. And then I got this message from my stepdaughter praising me for all the work I've done and she's so proud of me and I, like I'm giving her hope that she can get through all of her stuff and I know she's been through a lot of stuff. But in my eyes, it was actually like everything she said to me was exactly how I have always felt about her. I remember a long time ago telling my husband how almost jealous I was. Like just in awe of the way she lives her life with her heart on her sleeve 
and she goes after what she wants and she's vocal about it. She has always spoken up for what she wanted, even if it went against what her dad wanted for her, what maybe I would have wanted for her. You know, we've had discussions about things, but ultimately in the end, she's always been her own person and she's always made her own choices, even if we haven't agreed with them. She just loves with her whole heart and always speaks up for what she wants, even if she might fail, even if it might be embarrassing in the end when it crashes and burns, even if it's not going to go the way she wants it to. She has always spoken up for the things she wants. And I've admired that immensely for so many years. Just, And I've told her, I think I've told her maybe a time or two, but you know, I got this message last night when I was feeling really crappy and I wasn't feeling like the woman she was making me out to be. And I had to sit with that instead of respond right away. So when I finally did respond, you know, I told her these things. I'm like, you have, you have always been that person to me. Like you, you may think that you have a lot of work to do and we are our own worst critics quite often. I know that I definitely am. When I got that message, I was like, "Mm, no, that's not me, but it is like, I didn't have to sleep on it to realize that, yeah, I have done the work. And I am, even though maybe in every single moment, I'm not speaking up yet, it's because I'm still doing the work and that's okay. But all I could think about was how much I admire her for who she is and how, and all three of my stepkids do this to some extent where they have just been there, the people they are, they, they just strive so hard to just be themselves. And I love that. I love that. And I have not always been that person. So watching them just completely inspires me every single time they speak up for the things they want to do. I've always been a very private person, mostly because I never want to disappoint anybody. I don't want anybody to be disappointed in me. I don't want to let anybody down. I don't want to fail because it's embarrassing and people don't love you as much when you fail. That's... mm, Maybe it's not even that. I think I remember as I was growing up, it was more so I got praised a lot when I did good things. And it wasn't so much like I didn't get in trouble for getting bad grades, mostly because I didn't get bad grades. Like I was just, you know, I was good at school and that's who I was. That's who I was as a person. I did good things and people liked that. So I continued to do that and continued to do that and continued to do that. Even in my, you know, my personal relationships, it wasn't just like outwardly achieving. It was how I was achieving inside relationships. Was I only going to get love if I was this really great person who was always there for people and never let anybody down? You know, but that's not sustainable. That's not, mm, that's not how it works. You know, you can't live your life like that all the time. But when you're conditioned to be that person, which a lot of things that happened in my life, uh, especially after college, that's exactly what was happening. It was conditioning me to continue to be that person. So it made it harder and harder and harder to speak up. I remember one time when I finally did, I spent so much time on a day off of work to gather my courage to ask somebody really important to me what they I, I'm not even sure I asked. I just said, hey, this is what I'm feeling. I'm I'm thinking about leaving my husband. And this was in my first marriage. I I told this person, I'm I'm thinking of leaving my husband. I don't think I can do this anymore. This isn't a good relationship and I don't want to be in it. And the advice I got didn't align with those feelings. So I ended up taking the advice and staying. Uh, even though after that, 
I tried to leave. I tried to leave. And uh, again, another day where I gathered up so much of my courage to finally speak up for the thing I was feeling, uh, which had been very hard for me anyway, because speaking my opinion didn't really matter for a lot of reasons. Uh, But when I finally told him, this is what I'm feeling. I don't think this is working out. Uh, You know, I think, I think we need to get divorced. We need to split up. Basically the next day, he just pretended like I never said anything. Like we never had that conversation. We were back to business as usual. I felt crazy. I felt like clearly I don't know the right thing for myself. Everybody's telling me advice that goes against what I'm feeling. And between those two situations, I completely lost the ability to listen to my own intuition, to listen to my body and remember that my feelings are valid and I'm feeling them for a reason and there's something that needs to be done. I lost all of that and I lost my voice in a sense. I didn't believe my opinions. I didn't believe that what I was saying was worthy because no one was hearing me. It was really tough and I'm not blaming anybody anymore. You know, I know that I did the best I could in those situations. Um, Obviously, we did end up getting divorced, uh, but for different reasons. So, you know, it wasn't even my like original, I just don't like this relationship and it's not serving me and I, I want out of it. That's not what happened. So that was even more detrimental to listening to my intuition or ever speaking up for the things I wanted. I just basically stopped. Most of my romantic relationships in my adult life I've only been into. I've been married twice. So those are my like main relationships. But even in high school when you're dating or you know whatever you call it, basically if someone asked me out, I said yes. I didn't want to disappoint anybody or hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, and I so I would say yes. And the funny thing is though, I did somehow gather the courage to do all the breaking up somehow. <laughs> uh, most I mean I did genuinely like the people that I was with, but there were a couple that I really should have said no to. And it set the tone for some of, you know, the rest of my life where I didn't speak up for the things I wanted. I didn't ask out the people I wanted to ask out. I certainly had my own crushes. That didn't happen, uh, you know, and if they didn't like me back, then I didn't end up doing anything about it. I was very shy and I didn't want anybody to say no to me. And I've discovered, and this is something I'll probably talk about in another episode, uh, that I don't like people saying no to me, but It's probably linked to the fact that I don't like saying no to anybody else either. There's like this two-way street of whatever we're doing is stuff that we appreciate being done to us. It's the whole golden rule, but like in a twisted, messed up sense, kind of. But yeah, I, I lost my voice and I stopped speaking up for myself. And then I met my husband and then I met his kids. And of course, you know, at the time, my oldest stepdaughter was nine. But even then, like she just had this fierce spirit about her where the things she wanted, she wasn't afraid to ask for them. She wasn't afraid to say she wanted them. And I was this, you know, person who was supposed to be a mother figure in a sense that didn't have those capabilities. So watching them grow up and grow into these people who have these abilities that I did not have at their age. She's 21 now. She's a mom. She's amazing. She just has always spoken up. And I can't even begin to explain how much that has influenced me, has helped me find my voice and remember that the things I want and the things I want to say and the things I need are a hundred percent valid and they're things worth speaking up about. 
So everything you are feeling in this moment, if anything came to you during that last episode, or maybe you watched that documentary, the Claire documentary, if you didn't, I again recommend that you watch it because it's really good. Very inspiring to go finally do those things you want to do. You know, life is too short and we don't have a guarantee on how much time we have. We need to speak up for the things we want if we want to do them. So if you're feeling any of that, just know it's valid. It's worth exploring and it's worth speaking up about. It's worth telling the universe that this is something you want. This is something you're interested in. It's something you want to follow through with or maybe learn about. I think I didn't mention it in the last episode, I don't think, but one thing that holds us back a lot, especially if it's a business idea or some kind of creative endeavor that we just don't have enough knowledge about, not knowing to me, this might ruffle feathers, but it's not an excuse. We live in a time with so much information available to us all the time. And let's be honest, if we go all the way back to birth, we were not born with the capabilities we have now, with the knowledge and the know-how that we have in this moment. We didn't walk. We didn't talk. We didn't feed ourselves. We didn't have this job we might be working that we hate. We weren't in this relationship that we're in right now. We didn't have all of the experience and opportunities when we were born. We are who we are now because of experience, because of learning. And we have so much knowledge at our fingertips just by going to Google or YouTube. We can learn how to fix our cars or replace our garbage disposal or how to knit or how to cook a new recipe. There is so much information out there and people are willing to share, which is incredible. They're speaking up with their knowledge, with their truth, trying to help you. So I hope that you can take that and learn. If there's something you need to know, if there's something you need to know, then you can go learn it. You might need some time, you know. I think that's going to be a thing that you have to build into your schedule, but I also don't think that's an excuse. If it's something you're super passionate about and it's something you really want, then we need to speak up. And sometimes speaking up can be just to ourselves whether it's through journaling or looking into the mirror and telling yourself, hey, let's let's focus on this. This is what I want. I really want this. I want to learn about it. I want to try it. I want to go for it. And if that's something you want to do, that's incredible. That's valid. It's important. And it's worthy of exploring. But we have to speak up. No ifs, ands, or buts about any of that. We have to speak up. It's going to be hard if you're not used to it, if maybe you're used to people not hearing you or not caring or not responding, if you're used to just not speaking up at all for whatever reason. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be comfortable sometimes, but I think you might be surprised by the response you might get, especially if you put it out there. If you want to put it out on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media you use, or if you want to tell a friend, someone you trust, maybe your mom or your dad or whoever, whoever you trust enough to hear you in that moment, do it. You can tell me. I would love to hear the things that you want to do now that you've tapped into getting rid of excuses or you know, allowing yourself to not show up as authentically as you want, letting yourself 
not even entertain the ideas that you have in your head that sound crazy or absurd or things you might fail at. Oh well, if we if we stop doing things or stop trying every time we failed, we wouldn't have light bulbs or computers or cars or planes or anything. We wouldn't have anything if we always stopped every time we failed. So maybe like me, you might be worried about speaking up because you might fail. It might not work out. I know I did that even with this podcast. I think a lot of it is because we don't even define what success is. And maybe that's that's something that's been on my heart for a while. So I might make that the next episode. We don't define success. So is failure just the, you know, nobody's paying attention? Like for me, failure for this podcast could mean I'm not, I'm not, I guess I really haven't set up success for this either. It was mostly just following through and doing it. And now we're on episode five. And so to me, this is a success. People have listened. Uh, It's not huge numbers. I don't need huge numbers. I want to help people. And if that's just one person, then already I've made this a success because I've had people reach out to me to say, hey, I listened to that episode and oh my gosh, this is something I'm going to work on that really resonated with me. I cried. I know that there's this thing I want to do and I'm going to follow through. That is enough of a success to me. I don't need a million followers. I don't need to make money from this. I don't need any of that. So success is something you might want to think about when it comes to you know, if you're worried about failure, how are you going to define it as a, success, as a success? And that might need to just be very basic, super basic. Just each step can be a different level of success. Maybe learning one thing that you need to learn before you can launch this or taking that first step and in, in just saying to the universe, this is what I want to do. Whatever that means to you, you're going to have to decide. But if you're worried so much about failure, I just don't. (laughs) That's really my advice. I know it's not easy, but if you're always so worried about failure, you're never going to do those things you want to do. So my tough love advice is to stop. Let it go. Don't worry about what other people think about what you're doing. Don't worry about what other people might think if it doesn't work or if it does work, because sometimes we're just as afraid of success as we are of failure. It's insane, but it's true. So don't, don't let that stuff get to you either. You know, you ha- sometimes we just have to put our head down and do that thing that's calling to us, that our soul is singing out with, that our heart is yammering at us to do. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about that. You speaking up your truth, talking about those things you want to do and being that person, that's what matters. This is your life. And the whole point of this podcast is to help you remember that. Remember that you are the only one who is accountable for your decisions. You are the only one who's going to have to answer to the decisions you've made. Every single thing you do every single day is on you. So I hope that today you want to speak up for something that you maybe haven't been speaking up before. Even if it's super small, maybe just finally accepting your body for what it is right now. Speak to the universe that you're okay with that. If it's something you want to work on, speak to the universe that that's something you're going to work on. If you need to make a plan, make a plan. Take some steps. But the first step is speaking up for it and announcing, hey, this is what I want to do. So if you want to 
tell Facebook or your best friend or your mom or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever. Speak up. It's okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay to not follow through. It's okay to change your mind. All of that is speaking up too. That's owning your truth. That's being who you are. It's all part of your self-discovery in being who you are. So my action step for you today is to take what we talked about in the last episode where we tried to bust some excuses and figure out what it is you need to speak up about today. Even if you just spend a minute looking into the mirror and telling yourself, you know, to give yourself some reinforcement or if you want to put it out on Facebook or if you want to tell me, please, you can email me, discoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com or Instagram, Facebook at discoveryourselfpod. Either one, I am more than happy to hear you out, to listen to you as you speak up because it's important, so important. So feel free to reach out to me. I will encourage you and be excited about all these things you want to do that are finally authentic and that finally feel real and good to you. So please reach out. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate it. If you want to reach out to me with any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free by emailing me at discoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram or Facebook at discoveryourselfpod. And if you want to leave a review on iTunes, I would be forever grateful. I would also love it if you would send this episode to a friend or someone you know who might need this message in their life too. Thank you, and I will talk to you soon.